0: Welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining us again. Uh, For those watching live and in the future, uh, thanks again for tuning in. Uh, This is Awakening Consciousness with Asher and Jesse. We do this just about every day, every weekday to bring you guys uh, new and relevant information, hopefully giving a a little bit of a different perspective on things. Um, We like to take a zoomed-out a picture of the world, uh, help people recognize some trends that are going on and, and ways that we can uh, survive and thrive in the world to come. And with that, uh, I'd like to talk about Father's Day. Father's Day was yesterday and uh, I have, I'm a father, I have three children. Uh, Jesse uh, also has three children and uh yesterday me and my family had a nice day together my wife unfortunately worked the night before so she was a little bit groggy but that's okay we still had a good time and um yeah had some fun together so how was your father's day um
1: my father's day honestly kind of sucked i <laughs> i wasn't feeling great my wife um had to go out and do some stuff I don't really do these things you know I'm like Mm -hmm. I'm a curmudgeon (laughs) uh, I'm basically against anything that's popular (laughs) (laughs) so um so you know I wasn't feeling all that great I had the I had the two-year-old and 13-year-old in my care of course the 13-year-old doesn't need much and uh but we had a low-key day and everything was fine very nice and how how is your dad doing my dad's doing well. Spoke to him last night. That's Getting good. older. He's 74, I believe now. Wow. Amazing how time flies. I still think of him as, you know, in his 30s playing hoops and wiffle ball and football and <laughs> yeah. all those things. But uh, time marches on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's good stuff. Um, yeah, I remember, I remember your dad. He was always, he was always a nice guy. I, I really liked him a lot. Um, haven't seen him in a while, obviously, but, uh, but yeah, he's, he's always been a nice guy. So, um, wanted to talk about father's day in the broader context, you know, getting it away from the two of us and our experiences with fatherhood and our own fathers, um, we have um, obviously different fathers. We're not brothers. Um, and talk about the bigger picture here, and I think I think that would that would go towards the uh, war on the nuclear family, war on men and masculinity in general, and. You know, I, I think Mother's Day was uh, they they wanted to call it Birthing People's Day. Is that right? <laughs> I don't know because because apparently wouldn't surprise but, me, right? Because apparently, um, you know, you can you can be a mother without well, you can be a no, you can't be a biological mother without be giving birth, but like you could be a father and give birth, apparently, according to the new rules that they set up yesterday. Um, So, but yeah, there's just a, there's just a a general war on the family. And I think this goes on, uh, this has been going on for years, if not decades. And it's a way to get uh, childcare away from the nuclear biological parents and I think into the hands of the state. So let's talk about that for a few minutes.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's exactly right. Um, and certainly it goes back um, at the very least to the in, to the invention of, uh, or even the idea of, you know, free public education. Um, that would be, you know, I, obviously I wasn't alive and around and haven't studied that history in any sort of Detail, So it may go back further than that. I don't know. But it certainly goes back to then, Um, you know, the push to get kids under state control uh, and therefore under the uh, influence philosophically, ideologically of the state and out of the influence of the home. And of course, all evil pretty much is done through the guise of good intentions and, and, um, you know, solving important problems. And so my understanding is that the push to free public education was, um, you know, done sort of obviously saying that, you know, Hey, kids need to be educated for their advancement. There's abuse going on in the homes. There's, um, you know, on and on and on, and, and but really, yeah, really, I, I believe that that was just a push to have control over the minds of the youth, and then obviously, it gets really insidious later on when you get into, um, you know, the, the the way that education goes and in child, you know, child protective services, and then you get into you know the welfare stuff and incentivizing uh, women to not have fathers in the homes and you know, all, all kinds of, all kinds of other stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. With all welfare programs. Um, if you're, if you're on one of these programs, if you have, uh, if you, if the father is in the home and they, they literally sent out checkers to, to check, to see, to, you know, go around door to door to check, to see if, if, uh, there were men at home and if there were men at home, then you, uh, risked losing your, quote unquote benefits and if you you lose your benefits you know you have tougher time feeding the children and so it, it really created these uh perverse incentives to uh basically have children out of wedlock not have the men at home and that leads into all different kinds of problems i mean i don't have the statistics in front of me but the vast majority of all kinds of offenders, whether it's, um, you know, sexual offenders, petty criminals, uh, violent criminals, uh, all types of criminals, gang, gang activity, all of these are associated with fatherless homes or I, mean, I mean, there's a strong correlation, uh, pointing to the fact that fatherless homes lead to Uh, lead to these sort of outcomes, higher crime, higher uh, sexual abuse, higher everything. And um, furthermore, if your children, the the last time I saw this statistic was children are 34 times, that's 3,400% more likely to be uh, victims of sexual abuse if they grow up in a home without the biological father. 3,400% more likely to be victims of sexual abuse. Um, And those numbers are staggering. And to to me, the most important thing running, you know, to to build a healthy society, to build a healthy and, and functioning society is having healthy and well-functioning families, and to do that, a father is required. Not it's not a it's not a um, you know it's not a nice to have or you know an added bonus. It uh, a father, a committed father in the home, is a requirement to having a healthy, uh, thriving home.
1: Yeah, and the the, um, you know, I was born in 1982. I assume you were born, you know, 83, maybe you're thereabouts or 84, you know, we're similar ages, but, um, you know, we, we grew up in a similar era, right? Basically the nineties. Um, you know, I was eight years old in 1990. You were probably what, six or something. So, uh, or seven. So, um, you know, we grew up basically in the nineties and I, I'm curious if you had the same experience, but my, you know, my experience growing up. So I was, in the public education system for most of my schooling or actually that's not really true for about some of my schooling I bounced around to some private schools when I was really young and then I was junior high and things like that in public school so anyways I got a a bit of a mix but um but uh so I was in you know I, I went through the education system both public and private um I actually didn't have TV in the house when I was really little. But then I uh, we did by the time I was maybe, um, I don't know, maybe 10 or something. We probably at that point had, had I think, like direct TV or something like that. Um, and, and I definitely liked watching television and movies and things like that. Um, anyhow, I grew up with the idea I didn't know I had this idea. I figured this out as an adult, but I grew up with the idea that. Divorce slash not having a, like a together family unit unit was normal and fine. Um, I had no idea that how valuable and important that was. Um, It wasn't until uh, whew, I mean, I'm 38 now. It probably, probably my late 20s, early 30s, until I figured out, um, a that I had been given that I that I had that idea from somewhere, uh, and that b that that's incredibly incorrect, <laughs> and that and that the people that the people, um, who fight and work very hard to stay together with the family unit. Uh, I kind of come at things from a man's perspective. So I'll just take that. So, you know, the male friends I have who have had, you know, all kinds of problems with their wives and, uh, you know, it's a, from an outside looking in, you might say, Hey, it might be easier to just kind of, you know, go your separate ways, but have stuck it out because it's important to them, you know, that they are kids have a, both parents together and those sorts of things. I never understood that. Um, It's absolutely it's absolutely crucial and correct and I realized, you know, again much later. So my parents divorced or split up when I was eight. Um, I spent many years thinking that that had a positive impact on me because you know they fought all the time and things were kind of better afterwards because. You know, there wasn't all that tension and all that kind of craziness in the house um, because they weren't, you know, they weren't. I could kind of go with the parent I sort of got along with better and, and things like that. Um, but I realized later that psychologically, actually, uh, that was very damaging. And then I also realized because uh, I, you know, I have two kids, all three of my kids live with me, but I have two kids with my wife and then one with someone else. And um, I totally have gotten to witness firsthand the, how difficult that has been for my daughter, my 13 year old to just, you know, to have that fracture, to have that sort of, uh, you know, it's like, uh, it's just not the way it's supposed to be. You know, you're, you're, you're supposed to be birthed to two people. They're supposed to love each other and love you and sort of be on the same page. And that creates good. Uh, psychological out, good, good experiences. You know, I want to throw the word psychological in there, but you know, that creates good experiences, which creates good outcomes and, you know, whole and balanced uh, people. And then of course, uh, and we'll get it, maybe we'll, you know, I'll stop talking and maybe talk about this in a few minutes, but, um, but then, you know, that, that gets into the whole idea too, of, you know, having the balance sort of masculine feminine and having, you know, kind of the protector of the family and then the nurturer as well. And not that both people can't, you know, not that those roles are a hundred percent one or the other, of course, but, um, but having that sort of, you know, uh, you know, male, female, masculine, feminine figure and energy uh, in a balanced way in a loving home. I mean, it's, it's absolutely crucial to just healthy people. Yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I, yeah, we, we we, I I think we have probably similar experiences, uh, growing up. My, my parents split up when I was, I mean, I remember them fighting a lot when, when I was six. And then I think they finally split up and started living in separate places when I was around eight or nine, somewhere around there. So early nineties, um, and yeah, to, in the beginning I thought, you know, oh yeah, well, it's good that they're not fighting fighting so much anymore. So yeah, maybe this is a positive experience, but it really wasn't. And um, And then as parents, you know you, you can you can go in a couple different directions with your children. You can um, like my mom, for example, use the kids, and me specifically as like an intermediary. So I was kind of like the person who she complained to a lot. And that is just, uh, that's just horrible. That's horrible to do to, to a child. And um, yeah, I I don't think, I don't think our relationship is, has recovered since, you know, since, since I called her on this stuff and, and she, you know, kind of doubled down on everything. So. Um, you know, it could have had, it could have had a little bit to do with, uh, some of the other topics we cover in the, in the podcast, but, um, (laughs) essentially I called her on some of this stuff and, and she, she she either pretended to not remember it or, uh, doubled down or,
1: you don't even wear a mask, Asher,
0: (laughs) or, or blamed me for, for, uh, You know some of the stuff or or actually really was you know just getting defensive and not and not owning it and i just i just tolerate that in my life anymore you know the bet the best people who you know the the best people to have in your life uh they will definitely own their mistakes and you know and and try to do better or you know just uh all that stuff but so, yeah, so we, we went from living in a, you know, living together in, in a family with parents fighting all the time to living separate, but close enough so that we, you know, we would go between houses and it, it, it just wasn't a very good environment because, you know, we had one person blaming the other and she would not stop talking about how, uh, you know, how much she didn't like my dad. And she took it even further, because I, I was very aware, even at a young age, that like my dad was her least favorite person in the world, like by far. <laughs> and she would always say, <laughs> she would always say, you know who you remind me of? Your father. <laughs> in a really, really mean and, and evil voice. And it just, like to this day, there's just not a whole lot she can do at this point to really get back in my good graces so um you know she's she's kind of uh paying the price for her her uh treatment uh as, as a child and and that's just not that's just you know for for me to for me to uh you know fast forward 25 years to my kids at you know at my age if that was my if that was how it was like, that would not be a good situation. And I would be doing everything that I could to, to not end up in that place. And so, you know, it's not like my wife and I have had, uh, you know, complete, you know, roses and, and, you know, no issues or anything like that. Um, in our, we're coming up on nine years of marriage. Um, but I I think we're, I think we're in a really good spot right now. And one of the things that's been, I think most beneficial is, is the polarization of our roles, you know, within the family. So uh, up until a couple of years ago, you know, we were both trying to do, you know, she was trying to work, I was trying to work. And then when she, would, when she was home, then I could work. When she was working, I would have to watch the kids and, some, and she would work nights. And so I'd have to, you know, watch the kids during the day. And that was just, it was just really stressful on everyone. Um, there wasn't enough time for me to work. There wasn't enough, enough time for her to sleep. You know, the house would just be you know, a mess and all that stuff. But in the last uh, year and a half, two years or so, when it, we've had more of those uh, traditional gender roles, things have just gotten so much better. I mean, I think we're so much happier, everyone in the family. Um, there's so much less stress. Uh, we have a lot of fun together. Like we're constantly doing, you know, fun stuff with the family and all that stuff. So um, it's just been, it's, it's like, it's like you can, you can try to get around it. You can try to argue that um, that you know, it's these old, antiquated, socially constructed roles, but it's really not. It's really, you know, the, the, the tribes from 2000 years ago that had a bunch of feminists saying, you know, we can go out and hunt animals just as good as you. Those ones died. Like they didn't make it. And so, you know, <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> I, mean, you know, I love I love
0: that. <laughs> I, I mean, just you know, imagine imagine the men trying to trying to breastfeed the kids. It just didn't work. Right? Like it's not gonna work if it if it is, you know, like men go out and hunt, women stay home with the kids. Like to me, that's not a social construct, that's just biology so this whole notion of us you know tearing tearing down these structures and trying to rebuild them in some sort of feminist utopia is just not going to work and it it doesn't work and in fact you can see um happiness uh, statistics of of women dropping decade over decade over decade and women are Uh, I think it's a quarter of women are on antidepressant drugs. And I think a big part of that is the, is the reversing or the, uh,
1: blending of gender roles. Yeah. Um, yeah, excellent point. So it's it's absolutely fascinating how similar our histories are. (laughs) So, um, so my, yeah, so my mother, you know, I, didn't have any intention really of getting into this but my mother also you know set out to like her made it her life mission to sort of destroy my father and to like have me be the you know I was like the the main leverage in that sort of the main you know tool there um and I was very resentful to her for many years for that um I actually did some work recently um and because i had forgiven her for stuff like that a long time ago but apparently i was still holding it in my body because i was doing i was um doing some sessions with this lady who was really amazing where she does this she says things and then does this muscle testing and it's absolutely mind-boggling i mean she could like you know like I, I play sports like four or five days a week, like um, 38 year old male, you know, she's, uh, she's in her fifties female. If the thing is, if I have the thing in, in, in my body that she's testing for, I mean, she could lift my leg with her finger. Like I can't hold it. I can't, I can't, I, I could strain with every ounce of strength I have. She'd just be like, like um, the muscle testing is incredible. But so we did we were doing this stuff on, on my mom and I was still like holding stuff in my body um, from from uh, childhood and from, you know, things that things like that that she had done. And so we we were releasing all of that, which was which was nice and fun. And so, I mean, the only thing I wanted to mention there before I get to your other points, which are uh, really, really good points that I agree with, um, is I think that it's important to. Um, you know, I think that it's important. It's like, uh, it's like we, you don't let me see, I would like to say this as well. Um, forgiveness number obviously, anyone can choose to relate or not relate to anyone in however way they want, so that's slightly different, of course, than forgiveness. But when we're talking about like family members and people like that, you know, you hear a lot of people say, like, oh, you can you know, you're, you sort of have your soul tribe or just cause people birthed you, you know, doesn't mean that blah, 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 blah. And I don't, I don't know, man, I don't really hold that perspective. Like, I think we have a lot of, uh, sort of soul contracts and karma and things going on with our biological family. And, um, I think like, you know, forgiveness and things like that would be like, would be like a, uh, required, but then, and nothing beyond that is required. But I think that, um, you know, I think that getting really right with those people, I do think is important, even if it's only from your side. Like, I don't mean you, obviously, anybody. You know, even if it's only from from our side, um, I think that's really important for a variety of reasons, mostly just our own, our own health. Like, you know, um, so I don't know, there's probably maybe it'll come to me in a minute, a better way to say that, but just wanted to mention that. Um, as far as you, know, you hit the key word to me, uh, polarization. Um, so I had, an, again, an incredibly similar experience to you. So my wife is 13 years younger than me. Um, we've been together for, uh, <laughs> I'm a man, right? I, I don't know these things, but <laughs> we've been together for, you know, six or seven years, something like that. And, um, and uh, she's 13 years younger than me. When I met her, I'm going to sound like a pedophile now, but when, <laughs> when I met her, she was like 18, right? And I was, you know, 31. Um, and then we probably got together when she was maybe 19, something like that, um, and have been together since then. And she's 25 now. So, so she was really young. Um, and she grew up, she's, she's Ecuadorian, but she grew up in Spain. And so she, like the Ecuadorian women in general are great. They're, they're not super feminist. They haven't gotten all of the brainwashing that uh, the West has gotten. Um, and so the family structure is still more traditional here. Um, but she grew up in Spain. So she got, she got it. She got it, all of it, you know. Um, and so we used to have the most rocky relationship you know, known to man. It was uh, constant battles, um, constant power struggles, um, you know, constantly just, you know, distrust and mistrust and who's going to do what and just a really power struggle is the right word. You know, a lot of a lot of that. And also for me, it was over the last, it was really almost coincided to some degree with the pandemic beginning. Um, it was, it was uh, somewhere along the line, and I had been trying to point her in this direction for many years <laughs> unsuccessfully, but somewhere along the line, she like saw it, uh, probably had nothing to do with me, but um, she, she kind of saw it and she realized everything you just said, which is that if as a female, you have this divine goddess power, <laughs> which is which is where you're going fi- to which is where you find your happiness you don't find your happiness and you're you know you're not fulfilled and happy and balanced and joyful and all these things by living in your masculine as a female by by living you know by exhibiting masculine traits trying to have power trying to be the decision maker you know trying to be the person in charge what that what that creates is very you know, unhappy, unbalanced, sort of uh, crazy women, right? That's like, that's like, you know, that's that's most of us grow up with moms like this, right? They're 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 like crazy, and the and the, and the reason they're crazy is because they, you know, they're they're uh, oh, sorry, yeah, and they're um, you know part of the reason they're crazy is because they're trying to grab this power that they can't really get and shouldn't have anyway, and that's a makes anyone would make anyone crazy. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean the, the, the polarization, when you have, when you have that polarization, there's a stronger sexual connection. There's a stronger spiritual connection. Um, and then, and then there's a healthy family and, 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 and everybody's happy. You know, the woman can flow through life in her goddess state and the man can be out kind of doing his thing. And, protecting and earning money and doing all that stuff that he's supposed to do, which makes us feel fulfilled and happy. Right. And, and, uh, and and things just work. Um, the other thing too, is, is the, the great trick, right? The CIA invention of, of feminism. Um, the great trick of feminism is to make women think that their power and therefore happiness comes through masculine, traits, masculine characteristics. Right. So it's like, if you get, if you're, if you're angrier and you're like, and you're, you know, doing all that masculine stuff, that's where power comes from. And if you have power, you're going to be happy and feel good. That's the great trick. And so then you have, uh, right. And then the other side of that same coin is that women's, the things that women that make women goddesses, and they are goddesses, like, they can bring life into the world. I mean, have you, you know, you've I'm sure been at your children's birth. I mean, it's, it's, it's the, it's the most incredible thing, you know, that exists. There's nothing more, more valuable, more amazing than what a woman has in her mind, body, soul, spirit. It's just incredible. Right. So women, uh, but so, right. So the other side of that coin is to make what women have. That's so incredibly Uh valuable uh, worthless, like, like not of value, right? Like, so, so if a woman is, uh, is the goddess of her family, she's the, she's the person who keeps the, she's the glue. She keeps everybody kind of where they need to be. You know, she's holds down the house. She supports the husband. She loves the children. She takes care of things. She's doing her own thing as well, of course. And, and if she's in that beautiful feminine flow state and happy and loving and kind and amazing, um, she's kind of worthless because like when people ask her like what she does or something, she can't say oh, like, you know, well,
0: housewife. yeah.
1: Yeah. Right. Oh, you're just a housewife. Exactly. Um, and so that's sort of the, that's the trick that they've done. Um, and, and that's, you know, that is a, a very, very sad. And that's goes back to, of course, our topic, uh, the destruction of the family. Right. And it's, it,
0: it, it, it's a trick on so many different levels because, um, Number one, they, they think that so they they project their desires for the opposite sex onto men. What I mean by that is is they think that the traits that they're attracted to in men are the same things that men are attracted in women. So like they'll think that like, oh, I'm the you know. I'm, uh, you know, on my way to be partner at a law firm. So I'll be, you know, I'll be, you know, this, this powerful lawyer making a lot of money. And, you know, when, when women are making, you know, what would a a, a partner at a law firm, you know, 150, $200,000 a year, women also, they don't like to date down, right? So they, they only want to date up which, you know, it's fine. It's like, that's why we have nice things. It's because women go after guys who can provide a lot and guys provide a lot because they want to attract women. So it's like, there's nothing wrong with this. There's nothing wrong with wanting the best. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is they're then limiting their pool of potential suitors to only these top guys. And if you only have these top guys look going after you, guys, guys don't care that you're the partner in the law firm. You know, not one bit. Especially the guys up there who who she would be a, a, attracted to. So they, they don't care if, if if you're the you know a cashier at Wendy's, you know, if you if you're young, good looking, and and will get on their program, that's that's a better that's a better fit than uh, someone who's on their way to be partner in a law firm, because a, a guy up there wants, wants a wife to take care of the house, take care of the kids and, and, and do those types of things, not be working 80 hour weeks. So you have to put your kids into daycare and have someone else raise them. That's not what those guys want. And so they, they've been tricked into thinking that the, the, characteristics and traits that they look for in a guy are the same things that guys look for in women. And so it's it just, it's, it doesn't suit anyone in in this scenario. Um, neither, neither one be, is happy with, with that. And it just, um, it, it erodes the, the family. It, it prevents families from forming. And there's a huge issue right now with the whole, Whole dating landscape, whole marriage thing and, and, and splitting up and and non-formation of families, you know, how many, how many children, what percentage of children are born out of wedlock in some communities? It's, it's almost 80% of children born out of wedlock and, um, it's rising across all demographics and, and it's a real problem. And then on the flip side, you know, the guys are told to not be masculine, to, to be feminized, you know, the, the whole soy boy, the soy boy, um, you know, phenomenon. And that's not attractive to women, right? Women don't want that at all. Like women don't want weakness. They don't want, uh, you know, these overly emotive, uh, weak, feminized men at all and and so if you if you think that that that's a, your way to attracting women uh think again
1: yeah yeah and it, and it goes back to like we live we live in a dualistic um realm like we live in a we live in a yin yang dualistic realm and so the sacred union isn't two people that are almost the same like that's not the sacred union the sacred union It doesn't work. I mean, the sacred union is the polarized energies that then unite and create a whole because there's two polarized energies. And again, I think your points are absolutely spot on. And that goes into an issue that's really tricky for women um, that I'm going to talk about a little bit uh, uh, with the risk of sounding very sexist and all that sort of stuff. Um, which I'm sure we already do to lots of people. Um, and that's, and that's this idea of being submissive, right? Um, women have to be submissive for the relationship to work <laughs> they have to, and, and there's, there's totally sacredness in that, right? So it's not sub, sub most women would hear that and say like, Oh, what? So if my husband like beats me up, I should just, no, 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 no. That's not, that's not at all. Not at all what I'm talking about. Right. So, so women need to be energetically submissive because they want to have the best version of the man that they can have. And they, they, the bet you can't have a good version of your man. If he's not able to lead, if your man, if your man can't lead, if your man can't, um, step into his masculine and his power and truly serve the family, like truly serve you as his wife, the children. Um, if he, he can't do that, if there's any sort of power struggle, if he's got to fight you on everything, if everything's a discussion, if everything's an issue, if everything's like, you know, we, we got to talk about it and I can't, you know, he can't make any decisions and he's shackled and tied to, He's then resentful. He's then ham. He's hamstrung. His power is cut. You're then mat- resentful to him because he's not the man you want when he's like that. Mm-hmm. So, so, so you have to submit, you have to be totally submissive. Now, when I say submissive, that doesn't mean as a woman, that doesn't mean that you're not giving him all the advice in the world. It doesn't mean that you're not making your needs known It doesn't mean that. um, But and but but as a man, see, we want we want our women happy. We want our women happy. Right. So when a woman submits is submissive energetically for us, it's the biggest gift you can give us. And then our job is then to serve you. Right. Like our job, our job then is to create the best situation for you. We can possibly create to meet all your needs as best we possibly can to make sure that you're happy and fulfilled and all these things like that's, that's the masculine role in part. Um, but it, it doesn't work at all. Like if, if there's any power struggle, if, if there's yeah. any sort of like budding of the heads, we're done. We're like, you know, yeah. fuck you. Like you do, you yeah. know, do what you want. You know, I'm right. going out. Like, I'll see you later. Right. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. And if,
0: if, yeah. If you get, if you get your guy into the, into the mindset of like, all right, well, you know, I have, I have X, you know, A, B, C, D, and E going on. I can give my energy to any of these, you know, five different things. I can, you know, spend my time and energy on, you know, a lot of different things that I'm working on, whether it's my job or my business or whatever it is. Um, And, and then, you know, and then you want time with me, but every time that I, that I, that I spend time with you, it's a, it's a fight, it's an argument, it's a discussion. I have to do all this. I'm just going to say, screw it. I'm going to, I'm going to work harder on my career, work harder at my job, my business, whatever it is right. but to not have to deal with those headaches and arguments and power struggle and all that stuff. When, if you, if you just, you know, were, like you said, submissive and really, sort of made it your mission and goal to work for the family, to serve your family, to serve your husband, to serve your children, then that husband is therefore so much more happy with the whole situation. They, They are in a better place mentally. They are better able to work on their career, work on their business, whatever it is to have the resources, the time, the energy. And now he has the desire to actually make your life better. And to, you know, what whether it's, you know, a, a nice gift or time, time alone or whatever it is, he's much more likely willing and wanting to make your life better. Because yeah, as, as men, we want to see our women happy. We want to see our families growing and thriving. And the way to not do that is to is to is to argue, to nag, to um, you know, make it more difficult for him to do that. And so, if you if you just you know put your energy into into serving that, serving your family, serving your husband, your children, he's going to be so much more willing and able to to you know please his wife it's 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 going to be a, a total game changer
1: right and then, and then again you have that sacred union where you know you have a strong man who's doing the things his family needs him to do and his wife wants him to do and probably the things that made her fall in love with him in the first place and all those kinds of things and then and then you've got a strong family that the yep. wife is absolutely more in charge of you know the wife is the wife is 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 has that energetically is like has that component on lock, and the man has that outer world component on lock, and you have that beautiful situation where you know the 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 money's right and the living situation's right and the kids are right and the husband wife relationship is right and there's respect and. And, you know, again, you know, I'm not saying like, I don't, I don't want to be misinterpreted anything I'm saying here, like mutual respect is hugely important, you know, the ability to communicate and talk and, you know, express yourselves hugely important. Um, It just can't, it just can't be a power struggle dynamic. That's where, you know, that's where that goes off the rails from the female side, from the male side, of course, it can't be. You know, male can't be an asshole, can't be abusive, can't be sure. disrespectful, can't be running around sleeping with other women and doing all that kind of stuff that that doesn't work either. Right. So um, so I'm not I'm not saying like women, like you just have to take whatever you're, you know, <laughs> look, you choose choose well. Right. And, and, yeah. and um, you know, those those decisions matter. Um, and, and there's certainly just a lot of screwed up people in the world who, uh, you know, who just have their issues, male or female. And, and, uh, but if you're married, if you've gotten to that point where you're, you're married and you have kids, you know, it's, you really need to figure out how to work that out. And if you're in those sorts of dynamics as a female, if you're in those sorts of dynamics, try it, give it a shot. (laughs) See what happens. If you step into your goddess energy, be very, you know, totally go submissive and give, you know, give that a week or two and watch, watch those dynamics change watch your husband come home and want to hug you and kiss you and talk to you and, and, you know, see, and because, because he's not resentful anymore. Um, like that's, that's the thing is that, you know, there can't be two egos, right? <laughs> like there can't be two egos. There can only be one. Um, you can't, you can't have two bulls. You can't have two alphas, you, you, you know, in a relationship. It just doesn't work. It's not, uh, you—they'll know, just be fighting all the time, and that's how most relationships are. You have, you have those, uh, sort of, you, sort of two, you know, two bulls, two egos, two alphas, and and uh, everyone's just fighting all the time. But the man feels super resentful about that because he knows that that's his job and his responsibility. Wife's right. not letting him do it. Um, now he's resentful now of course the wife is resentful because he's not fulfilling his role because he's resentful that he's not able to do the things he wants to be able to to and you know divorce right
0: yeah and 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 the man will then the man will then come to the wife and ask for advice and ask for and get input and all that stuff you know like and you know and, and it's also the woman's job to sort of You know she's kind of in charge of the kids so like when my when the kids ask me like hey daddy can I have you know this dessert I look at my wife you know kind of to see well like what you know have they had other sweets today like you know so like it's it's her job to you know to say yes or no because I don't know what they've eaten for that day and and she's in charge of them and I I trust her to make good decisions for for the kids regarding diet and, and, and the rest of the other things. And so like you get, it's, 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 it's such a, it's such a lie that, that we've been sold, you know, men and women. I mean, Oh yeah. uh, You know, because men have been tricked into, you know, being these, you know, weak beta males and, and um, you know, it's like, women want to change men into what they think they want and men want women to just stay the same and women when they change the man they then become not attracted to them anymore because they've been they've you know they've given in they've lost their masculinity they've you know done a lot of stuff to you know just show that they're you know weak and 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 not a not a strong male and so the women the woman becomes less attracted to them and it's just a recipe for disaster and it's all this you know entire cultural program going on behind the scenes to to get people to think like
1: this 100 percent, yeah and just <clears throat> going back to my relationship with my wife um again a couple of years ago right she like figured this stuff out and um you know, or began to, I should say, in a real way. Um, and it's been progressive, but she's she's the kind of person who has the ability to change very quickly when she figures stuff out mentally. But um, the results of her f- stepping into her feminine side and realizing her role in the family and realizing what who she is and what makes her happy has, has been a game changer on every single level. So she's a stepmom, right? To my To my oldest, and their relationship was very rocky until my wife figured this out. As soon as my wife figured this out, their relationship changed immediately as well. Um, You know, my the the power struggles went away completely. Um, That then gave her space to do the things she always wanted to be doing. So now, her and my daughter are constantly, I mean, they're making soaps and they're making essential oils and they're doing all these projects and they're, they're gardening and they're, um, you know, they're doing all this amazing sort of heart centered stuff. That's for, for them. They enjoy it. They love it. They listen to music. They do it. You know, they, they they have a good time, but it's for the family, right? It's like, it's like they're, they're serving from their heart, from their feminine sort of aspects for me, it's the most fulfilling thing ever. Cause it's what I always wanted. You know, I always wanted this kind of thing. And so now I, I feel so grateful to her, um, for sort of taking on this role. Now I'll, I'll do anything for her, you know, I'll do, I'll, you know, I'll do anything for her because she's sort of in that space. And, um, it's even come full circle in a certain way. Like now I am happy to and want to and appreciate when she wants to take it on. Um, giving putting her in charge of things that like in the past might have been a power struggle like we might have had a power struggle or something now it's like like recently she's sort of we have this large property in loha that we've talked about recently she's sort of taken that over as far as like uh we got a lot of different projects going on out there and i just have too much on my plate i'm like literally running half a dozen businesses and um and and I, you know, I was, its just too much for me. I can't manage them all well. You know, I need more delegation. And she's kind of taken over that—that that, uh, the administration and oversight and sort of the running of that business, if you want to call it. It's—it's—it's—you uh, know, aspect of of our life oh, it's been, I'm so grateful that that could not have happened before. We, we would have been arguing over how to do everything. And, and there would have been all the power struggle dynamics over who's doing what and how and why and when it, but, but because now the dynamics in the relationship are totally different and we have a respectful relationship a respectful communication. Um, You know, I said to her the other day, I'm like, I, I'm like, her name's I day. I'm like, I am like, you know, you, you really, you know, you really like this stuff know, I have too much on my plate like do you want to take that over and she's like yeah you know and um and you know I'm I'm like great fantastic like I gave her a list of you know here's my ideas about it and what I'm sort of trying to accomplish and she just took it and ran with it and she's just you know she's she's uh you know handling it like a boss you know she's uh, totally totally in CEO mode out there doing her thing i'm not getting involved like it you know i trust her completely and And so, uh, again, that would not have been possible when she was, that was like important to her to like, I'm the, you know, I'm the boss. I get to make, I get to do all this stuff. It wouldn't have worked then. But now, now that she's, that's, there's no more ego stuff. There's no more, like, we're not in that power struggle. There aren't power struggle dynamics. She's actually now able to like do that stuff also, which I'm super grateful for again, she really enjoys. So it's not, you know, it's not that women can't run businesses, excuse me, and be entrepreneurs and be successful in that sort of world. They absolutely can as well. Um, But it just has to come from their power, not the male power, like the masculine power.
0: Yeah. And, and right. Of course, of course, we're not saying that, Um, you know, obviously there are plenty of successful women in business and industry and all, all other, walks of life. That's not what we're saying. Um, What we're saying is in order to make a healthy home, uh, raising children in a healthy way, uh, because as you know, bring it back to the original topic, Father's Day and what it means to be a father and what it means for a a family to be a a whole and complete family. Um, And I believe, I really believe that you do need those, those roles and they need to be, Um, not necessarily spelled out but they need to be um you know there needs to be polarity in there and um you know with my relationship as well it's been it's been um you know a real game changer since all of this stuff uh really happened um i don't know how long it's been year and a half or so something like that yeah Uh, me too year and a half
1: two years amazing yeah, it's kind
0: of honestly. I think part of it was like just her her seeing how right I was about all all this stuff. Like it's like, oh, okay, I get it now. Um, so maybe yeah, like when
1: like when COVID and all that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. When all of that, he was like, oh, this is what he was talking about. I guess he was right after all. Uh, <laughs> eight
1: seven eight years in. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah well, yeah.
0: you know, I mean, some people just can't see it. And, most um, people can't see it. Most people, yeah, and, yeah, you know, even even people, even people married to people who see it very clearly, um, it's and it's nothing wrong with her in that regard. It's just sure. you know people don't want to see it. Um, but yeah, it's been a huge, huge difference. And um, you know, love all my kids. I got six and a half three and three quarters he'll be four in october and 16 months and oldest is a girl younger two are boys uh the oldest two fight like cats and dogs but they're like a they're like an old married couple because they, they they love each other they'll hold hands they'll you know say i love you but then they'll fight and you know kids uh, are hilarious yeah they're really funny it's a lot it's a lot of fun and i'm i'm very grateful and happy to be able to you know like i i live, i work in a office you know it's but uh you know at home i work i work at home i'm basically always at home the kids right now the two older ones are in camp uh, my wife just got home with the younger ones after dropping them off and it's just a great time like we have We have such a fun time together. Um, We play a lot, go outside a lot, work in the garden a lot. And, you know, we're just having a great time. And, um, you know, my employees come over. They all love the kids. The kids love them. Uh, They come over for garden day. And it's just, you know, I I couldn't imagine a better environment to raise children. You know, when you have parents like, like me and my wife and... The environment that we've built for them, it's just things go really well.
1: And that, and it comes back to, you know, your wife works almost, almost not at all. So she has time you've created, you've created this lifestyle where you're around, you're not in some corporate job where you're out of the house all day, coming home, stressed, needing a drink, you know, wanting to be left alone. right? Right. It's, it's, it's like the family unit is strong and that's, that's the key. Yep.
0: All very intentional,
1: all, uh, all good. Yes, it's, uh,
0: yeah, we're having a lot of fun. So,
1: it's amazing, like how I, and I, I got to run, Asher, but it's, it's amazing how, um, how similar our lives are, yeah. and we don't, you know, me and Asher lost touch basically for a bunch of years. We never talk about these episodes before we do them ever. Like we just, Asher usually comes up with a topic. We maybe spend you know, 30 seconds to three minutes before the shows, um, just saying like, do we want to do this topic? Great. you know, kind of thing. And then we have these conversations and it's amazing. I mean, we just, we have like identical stories here. Um, absolutely fascinating. And our philosophies are, are so similar and so aligned and we came to them, you know, completely independently. I mean, when, you know, there was a time when we were talking all the time, but that was, you know, almost 10 years ago. Um, and, you know, there, for most of the last uh, seven or eight, you know, we've probably talked, you know, a few times in all of those years. So um, so it's it's really fascinating to me that our journeys have been so parallel and and um, un, unintentionally parallel, you know, without any any communication, really. And and, um, you know, we've come to all these similar conclusions or even almost the same conclusions on all this stuff. And it just kind of gives me, I mean, it's interesting to me, but it also, uh, it's, it's very confirming, I think, in a lot of ways too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: almost like, it's
0: almost like if I, if I think of a topic or we, you know, very, like you said, very briefly discuss a topic, I almost know what you're going to say because it's, it's essentially what I
1: would have said had I <laughs> <Right. thought. laughs> Right. I mean, we, I mean, when you brought up the polarity thing, like that's something I like, man, that's, no one understands about that.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I, I watched some, you know, I watch some, uh, uh, I guess you would call it red pill men, con- men's content every once mm-hmm. in a while. And, uh, yeah, just, you know, I, I think number one, it's really helped me understand a lot of this stuff, you know, I didn't come, I didn't figure this out until later in life. And part of me wishes I had before then, but I, I might've made different decisions and I'm really happy with where I am now. So, uh, you know, I'm I'm happy with where I am. So I don't, I wouldn't want to go back in time and make different decisions. But um, looking towards my kids, I definitely will have some advice that would be different than what my parents gave me very different and it's sort of adapted to the new reality the you know not in terms of COVID or anything but just like in terms of just like the 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 inter what do you call it the interrelationship between the genders or the I don't know you know, just the relationship between men and women right now. I think, you know, there, there's kind of like a gender war going on. Um, a big, huge power struggle. And, you know, laws with marriage and all that stuff. It's just, I'm going to, I'll have advice for my daughter and different advice for my sons. Yep. And, you know, it, that's just the way it is. Men and women are different, despite what the... Uh, News would say there are only two genders, despite what Facebook <laughs> and and some of the others would say. Um, and that might get, get us canceled, but we'll be canceled soon anyway, so that's okay. We're good with that. <laughs> yeah, we're good with that. We'll be on all the alt, alt platforms. We already are on all the alt platforms. I just heard that brand new tube brand new tube i think that's the one has streaming abilities so oh cool we can go there uh sometime soon we're going to figure out the stream software so you can see the chat we didn't really have much or anything this time but um that's all right so do you want to uh, any last words or anything like that
1: before we no no i i've i've enjoyed it um and uh no not at all let's wrap up So
0: uh, happy Father's Day to all the uh, uh, fathers out there. Uh, Yeah, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Oh yeah, please like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Um, We do this just about every day, uh, usually 9 a.m. Eastern on weekdays and uh, trying to build a community of like-minded people. So do what you can to get involved, send us a chat, Um, leave your comments. If you have any topics to suggest, please leave them in the comments. Like, share, and subscribe, and we will be back tomorrow.